Welcome to Converge Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Kate Gayheimer. She just drank a cup of coffee, so she's ready to go. Uh, she is the CEO and co-founder of Sendler Studio, a global social media marketing agency with offices in the U.S. and Zurich, Switzerland. She is a self-trained photographer, now working in the social media industry. An Indianapolis native, Kate has recently returned from living in England and Switzerland to open the doors, and her and her business partner met in Sendler's new U.S.-based agency. Kate, thanks for being on the show. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. How are you, Sean? Oh, just living the dream, figuring out house problems, fixes, all that kind of stuff, especially during... Uh, 2020 with COVID and all that stuff. So interesting. I mean, it was interesting how we connected. You just reached out on LinkedIn. I was like, you know what? You know, she's starting a new social media agency. Why not, you know, have a chat, see what's kind of going on. But the interesting thing was, is that um, you started a company from what you've noticed, what is happening over in Europe. And you're like, well, let's bring that kind of back to the US and some and some mindsets around that. And a few other things too. And, you know, wanted to get your your point of view on why co-found Sendler Studio, especially during 2020. <laughs> it's not so much during 2020, right? It's it's an interesting time uh, being that we started it. Uh, we had the plans to start it in April when I returned to the U.S. I had discussed it with my business partner, Metin, prior to moving back to see if he would be interested. And his attitude is always like, yes, let's just do it. If there are problems, we'll worry about those later, which is exactly who you want as your business partner, someone who's supportive, encouraging, and has this, yes, let's do it attitude. That is something I always need, and, and I cherish that very much. So when I returned to the U.S., we started uh, getting plans together to launch, which we did actually officially launch in the later part of July. And the reason we did so, I think for me, I needed to get back home, get back to my roots. I'm very close to my family and I was gone for a few years and it was time to come back. Um, but during this time, I think it also forces you to take a bit more risk, right? If you are in a privileged position, which I was to be able to make this choice, I said either I'm just going to go back to the U.S. and um, find a job in this industry or I'm going to forge my own path. And I always wanted to be my own boss. Um, some people would say that's a bit controlling, uh, nature that I have, but I think when you have the right business partner, um, someone alongside you who encourages you, as I've already mentioned that medicine does, then the impossible becomes possible and you're not as worried. You're a bit more reassured, uh, assured of yourself, excuse me. So I think we chose to thrive in this environment or at least, you know, make the attempt to. And one of the things that I've noticed with the U.S. is that whatever I learned in England and Switzerland, which was many things, I wanted to now bring back and introduce into my hometown. So that's why we decided to do, to start this and to see where it takes off. I like it. And it's not about control. Um, I feel like um, what you exemplify is you want autonomy. You want to be able to yes. do what you want to do and have that passion. But you, um, I, I've just noticed in our conversations with different things and even just preparing for this episode is that you want to be able to master something. You want to be able to communicate um, very articulately of the, of the point of a focus. Mm -hmm. And what that's I think that was, that's really cool. And the other thing is, is that um, 
where your focus is, is, is with the company. And I think we were kind of mentioning of different angles of you're kind of, a, you're kind of to, you're re-implanting something new back into, you know, back into the U S from your experiences. And you're trying to, you're asking me different questions of like, what's the lay of the land, um, you know, around, you know, Indianapolis and, and just kind of different things from my perspective. And, and, but you're gaining things from other people's perspectives of saying like, how can I, um, leverage that? How can I still be my own person, show my own experiences, but also provide value back into the community? A hundred percent. So that's what I, that's what I noticed. Um, the other thing is, is that it is, it's, it's one thing to start a company. It's another thing to, um, you know, what to, what new things to stay on top of because technology, social media changes pretty quickly. Um, and kind of wanted to know what you do in the sense of staying on top of that, especially what, especially the pivotal changes happening with the pandemic, with COVID, with 2020, with just a bunch of things that are going on, even the election. Um, hasn't finished up yet that that what do you do creatively you know in the in a creative industry what do you do um you know as an entrepreneur and how do you keep um keep a steady mindset of of a steady focus of you know this is only short term let's let's see the long-term effect out of this eventually the biggest thing for me is talking to people uh, they don't necessarily need to be in the creative industry. They can be in, 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 in any industry. We are all feeling the effects of the pandemic. And I think for me, I've lately I've really been relying on my Hanover College alumni network. I've been fortunate to meet multiple people in the last few weeks who have really opened my mind on, on many topics. And the biggest thing uh, that we talk about is resilience. You know, when things are not going your way, how do you how do you muster the courage um, and even the passion, you know, to continue on? And when you ask me, you know, what do I do to to stay um, focused or to stay motivated? One of the things I did yesterday was I watched the Innovation Digi conference, the virtual conference. Um, I heard about it through another alumni, a good friend of mine, Mike Meadows, chief tech of Lilly years ago and he invited me to this conference and I'm listening to these executive panelists and they're talking all about digital innovation, digital adoption and how you need to continue applying this to be successful. And I think this is one thing that I do. I watch a lot of masterclass. I love masterclass. Um, But it's continuously having conversations with people. Um, I can find value in every conversation that I have. Whether I like the conversation or not, there's value always. So I think this is one one thing that's been a huge um, source of strength for me during this time. Now I've actually gained some value out of that, <laughs> of the value of the value of. No, that's interesting. Where if it, it the conversation, it's interesting with conversations. They always lead to um, an expected outcome or even an unexpected, good or bad. Um, you mm-hmm. just don't know where it's going to end up. You don't know where people's mindsets are at that point. Um, and so that's that's really interesting of actually just gaining the nuggets and then just kind of jotting that down. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of noticed that even with the podcast is that's why I love to do the podcast is because I get to interview people and I get to gain those, gain those nuggets. But in return too, I'm giving these, you know, 
interviews back to back to the community. So I really like your approach with with that of just you. Um, and then you have the the added extra benefit of Sendler Studio backing you up, especially with social media. So yes. there's a little plug in there. Um, so what do you do as for not so much uh, mindset and focus, but more so how do you evolve your niche and how are you refining your skills um, the more times that you're, you're, you're talking to people and, you know, each and every day, how are you, how are you gaining a little bit of uh, mastery, I, I would say, um, each and every day? That's an interesting question. And you and I have discussed this before. Uh, I've been asked multiple times, what is my niche, right? What sets me apart from the other social media marketing agencies out there? And the thing about it is, is that it's not just me, right? I can't just think of what my niche is because I am part of a collective. So I need to think about, okay, what does my team offer? What does our team in Switzerland offer? We have motion designers, uh, graphic designers, illustrators, et cetera. But while they are amazingly talented, it's the soul of the person. And you and I have spoken about purpose over profit. And since we talked about this, I've been thinking about it a lot because I think that is our main niche, right? We focus on the, per the purpose. We see the client. We see their vision. We share their vision. And I think the main thing is that we put a lot of passion into the projects that we take on. And we know that whatever, whatever story we need to tell or whatever work we need to do, we need to feel that. We need to internalize that because that is the only way that you're going to be able to see it through the client's eyes. So I think it's a lot of internalization. While we are fantastic skill-wise, I think it comes down to the mindset behind it. And I really believe that that's what sets us apart. So when you ask me about mastery, I go in and I am looking for self-improvement every day. So I'm looking at, okay, what is my mindset today? Okay, today I hit a block. I can feel that, right? I can feel those feelings, but then I can push them aside and focus. Focus on what the next, next task is. And I think that's mastery. Yes. I mean, very well put in your own words of what mastery is. And I think the, the interesting thing you meant is internalizing. And I think it's more so the intrinsic value of each individual. Um, like you have a motion graphic designer. They love motion graphics, but the thing is, is also you mentioned that was very, was really good was that you're helping clients with their problems. So that person loves to help clients with their problems, but their skill set is this is what they love to do to help clients with their problems. They're a motion graphic exactly. designer, they're social media. Mm -hmm. So no more grilling questions, but I do have one more. If you want to share a story, kind of like an offline background, um, either in a conversation or um, with um, someone over at Sendler or even with a, you know, potential client or with a client where um, that um, intrinsic value of you wanting to help someone else um, or even an, another person at Sendler um, wanted to help somebody else with their skill set and what they wanted to do. Um, I think that would just, um, I think that would open up um, the possibilities of even for the listeners here saying, well, I'm good at, you know, I'm good at A or I'm good at X. And how do I, how do I stay passionate? And how do I show that value um, either to my, my employer, to my supervisor, to my manager, um, or even to my client? I can give you an example of something that I personally worked on uh, along with our team. 
uh, in Switzerland, we had a client and it's a very large company and they have products that they sell. And part of their company culture is that they have a community program. So they're not employees that are part of this community program. It's kind of like Spotify rock stars. These are people around the world who promote their product for free, which is really hard to do, but they are so passionate about this product um, because it fosters a community, it fosters a culture. So I think that that is one of the reasons, I'm sure of many, that they that they do this. But regardless, the, the clients wanted to highlight this community program to show their appreciation and their value. And they wanted to show the growth, the success. So what we did, we created a motion um, graphics video, two-minute uh, video, highlighting the success of this community program. But the main point of contact for this program is the community manager. And she and I have a great working relationship. But I can see when she talks to me about this program, she has so much passion, so much respect, so much appreciation for these people that I internalize that. I see it, right? I feel it when I speak to her. I don't even need to be face-to-face. I hear it in her voice. And I really, really appreciate the importance of community and surrounding yourself with um, with these type of people who are encouraging, et cetera. So I wanted to do everything I could to help her show this appreciation back to this audience. So we created this video. We created this video. And I think through storytelling is my personal strength. And I really found my voice through that specific project. This was new to me. I I really didn't think that I knew how to tell a story. But she loved it. And the the community program loved it as well. And I think that's a way that we gave back through our strengths. But if you talk about, you know, someone wanting to show their talents, I mean, a project is going to come along. And if you open your mind to, to feel, um, to really feel what your clients or what your supervisor or boss is wanting you to do, and you internalize that and you identify their needs, and if your strengths can match their needs, which I believe they can in most cases, then you put your heart and you put your soul into this project. And I think that that will translate very well. But I think it takes uh, an open mind to be able to do that but also an identification. No, and I agree. They have to kind of know themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it put it very simply, um, you're helping the clients figure out their narrative. Exactly, exactly. Um, the, more that I, the more that I see it, because if you, I mean, everybody has their elevator speech of what their company does, but they never see who they are as an individual behind that company. Mm-hmm. Um, and even into our articulated into a sentence of I am this person and I have done this um, throughout their course of the life. And I, I mean, that's the thing is a struggle is there's so many different things that make us passionate about. But what's the core focus of that? And it's really mm-hmm. cool that you've identified that early on um, in your career, because most people probably don't ever identify it or they identify it in different stages of their career. But your storytelling and personal storytelling um, builds out. Mm-hmm. You know, you're building a narrative for them, which mm-hmm. is really, really cool. So, which is a perfect segue. And thanks for the little puppy sounds of whoever is that. 
It's all good. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, so it happens when you're in co-working spaces and that kind of stuff too. It's a big mm-hmm. deal. <laughs> what we're live with now. Um, it's yes. more about Kate um, today. So I know that you, you you hinted a little bit about you know what you're passionate about you know storytelling and 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 being and being personable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get up every morning and you think about work, what what's the kind of that those that main driver that like, that's, this is what I love to do every day. This is why I'm doing this. The main driver for me is there's so many things that, that affect me throughout the day. Um, when I take walks, when I read, you know, when I go to a restaurant to eat and I see people and I talk and I meet them and I think everybody wants their story to be told. Um, every brand, every company needs it to be told. Um, but they don't always maybe feel like they have a voice or they don't know how to communicate it. And I think with Sandler Studio, we can help them. But I just, I just believe that there's always a message and that everyone can find value in something. And if, if I can help someone find value and inspiration and hope each day, then this is, this is what I'm meant to do. So if I can do that through um, a narrative, as you said, and brand storytelling, I would love nothing more than to be able to do that. So I think this is my main driver is, is making people feel heard, making, helping people find their voice and then kind of guiding them with the strengths and skill set that I have that we as a company have. This is this is what gets me up every morning. Very well put. <laughs> um, with voice heard, storytelling, even brand storytelling, I was like, I need to write that in my uh, little uh, um, episode for this for you know the text for this blog. Now I'm getting tongue tied. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so what do you do as for you know? It's not all about work. You, you're you do other things to kind of help you recharge. What do you do as, you know, a hobby? Um, I, I noticed in your, your, the profile when we were talking about stuff with um, photography, um, you could talk mm-hmm. about that. You could talk about anything else that you want to, you want to kind of mention that kind of brings that creative element back to um, the foundation of why, um, what you're doing at Senlo. The creative elements. Uh, interesting. I cannot stress the importance of networking and, and meeting new people. Um, with each conversation, as you said before, you know, it can spark you onto something else. So one thing leads to this, to this, and this, someone can say something and then I will think, oh, I have the most brilliant idea in the world, but we weren't even talking about that subject, but it's something that they said that then leads me to this thought. Um, what do I do? So I started learning the piano, which is both frustrating and not very rewarding at the moment, if I'm honest. Um, but I, but I love it. I, I've always enjoyed listening to piano. So I do this. I read a lot. Um, I listen to podcasts. But you know, I, I keep wanting to come back to just talking and having conversations with people. This is this is my main go-to right now, and I've I truly believe in the power of the community and who you surround yourself with has a huge role, uh, plays a, a very large role in your mindset each day. And 
trying to figure out who you are. What is your place in this world? And what are you meant to be doing with your time? So I think the main thing for me is just having conversations with people from all over the world. I love this. I kindred spirit there too, with converse, especially the conversations with people and reading a lot. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's being an active learner. Um, always, you know, seeing what is, what is happening out there because if you're siloed, you're, you're, you're con- disconnected. Exactly. Uh, so I know you're kind of think, thinking about this question and I know you're, I, I know you're, I'm going to ask is we were, cause we were talking about this, especially kind of going on and starting your own businesses, um, health wise, it's, it's tough to kind of balance a lot of things, but if you want to get a little tidbit of kind of, even if it's a small thing, um, I think any value to the listeners out there, um, that'll really help them to kind of see like, you know, if I started my own business, what is this going to take? How, how am I going to, what kind of focus is, what do I need to be doing? And you, and you establish that very well, but what have you done health wise? And maybe even what do you want to do in the future um, health wise that, you know, that you've kind of recognized this will make me a better um, person for everybody. I think when we, when, when you say health, I think a lot of people are going to immediately go to physical health. And while this plays a, a, you know, it's important. I I won't um, say that it's not. My exercise and nutrition are so-so. But I think my mental health has been my main priority in the last seven, eight months. In this last year of starting Sendler Studio. Because when things are not going right, you can go to a dark place. I think we can all identify that there are times in our lives where we've just kind of let ourselves go down this slippery slope of negative negativity, really. But I think it's important to identify the problem. Okay, why am I feeling this way? I'm going to feel it, but then I'm going to find a solution. So you can be pragmatic about it as well. If you choose to, if you have the strength to. So I think for me, for my mental health, has been just identifying why I feel this way, finding a solution, and then just not not feeling these these um, thoughts of sympathy for myself. I can be kind, but I don't want to confuse that with feeling sorry. Finding the solution and then taking it taking action into making myself feel better better. And I think part of that is surrounding myself with a strong supportive community, my family, my friends, relationships. And um, that for me has been <laughs> extremely important since starting Zimmer Studio. I, I think you hit it on the head. And I think um, what you're describing is you're giving yourself grace. You're not, you're not being sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the strong community too, of, of people who um, are in your corner. It's kind of like you're in a boxing match. You know, do I have exactly. that little guy in Rocky that's still cheering me on? Um, when it looks like I'm going to get pummeled, um, that you can still stick it out. Um, so I know I did a little, you know, little tri- tribute back to, to Pennsylvania and Philadelphia. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, Kate, I want to appreciate you know you being on this episode and talking about um, talking about Sendler, of it being a um, 
international social media you know agency um, talking about the the intrinsicness um, of each individual because you've kind of hinted on not even own yourself but you're, you're you mentioned um, not me but we um, which is really kind of cool that you see how much of the investment you have put into the company um, mm-hmm. from a being a co-founder as well as the time and the mindset and so mm-hmm. just kind of talking about that talking about how um, you know the company and you have um, I feel like I've grown this year um, with a few things and trying to figure things out and, and showing people um, and telling their narrative. And I think that's really, really cool that you've done Mm -hmm. that. And then just sharing a little bit about yourself and um, um, it's um, telling that you read a lot because you throw in some, you know, some words in there like pragmatic and a few other things. So it shows that you're going through your, your, your personal growth. And I think the listeners mm-hmm. will really appreciate that of like, you know, where do I need to start? I don't need to master something. I can't master something right away, but how do I, where do I start? And I think that yes. um, from our conversation, you, I think you, you hopefully will, you know, inspire a few people to say, okay, I can start here. Um, even if it's not the piano, but if it's something else and it, it's, it's, I'm not going to be the greatest at it, but I'm going to still work at it. Even if it's a hobby, if it's something mm-hmm. else, but you have this core definition of who you are of trying to help find value for other people. And you mentioned yeah. inspiration and hope. And I think those were, those were huge things. So Kate, thanks for being on this episode. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate you. And to all the Converge coffee drinkers out there, that's a wrap. <laughs>